Hey guys, so for our next episode, we're going to have a Christian pastor on the show answering user-submitted questions. So there's going to be a few ways you all can submit questions to us. One, you can comment, DM, tweet us at TP on both Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at onmygrownthepodcast at gmail.com, or you go to our website and fill out the email form at the bottom at onmygrown.com, or we'll, Melanie and I will make sure we tweet out a link if you want to remain anonymous in asking your questions. So all questions are due Wednesday by 11 a.m. Looking forward to your questions, guys. Thanks. Okay. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear me. Happy birthday to me. It's my birthday, you guys. You remind me of that in Living Color sketch. Uh, Which one? Dang. It Little was Magic. Little Magic. Yep. <laughs> Miss Smile Bright, 1987. And See? I am telling you, <laughs> I'm not going. Do you know that's based on Dreamgirls? Little Magic? Yes. Effie's daughter name was Magic, and she sings, and I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> and she started trying to get her back in showbiz. Think about wow. it. Wow. Fun fact. How did you know that? I put two and two together. Because I watched I watched Dream Girls when it came out in 2006. And I had been watching. We had the DVD set of A Lemon Color. Yeah. So I'm like, wait. She named her daughter Magic? And I'm like, wait. Little Magic. And I'm telling you. <laughs> that's not a coincidence. <laughs> and Keenan Ivory Wayans has a kind of brain to put that kind of shit together. Stuff together. Be, I would I, now like I would be interested to ask the cast, and I feel like that might be, like you, I'm not. I, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. I felt like they would have taken more shots at her though. I don't know. I don't know what he would have against Jennifer Holiday, but <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been against Jennifer Holiday because it wasn't her life. It would, you know. See. Now I gotta look it up, but right. it is my birthday. Yep. Two about the time for the birthday. If it up because it's your birthday. <laughs> like, it took me to, like, yesterday to get excited about it. Like, I forced myself to go out on Saturday and have a good time. I had a, I had a good time. I had a blast. But I don't I don't understand how people just drink. Like, I, I, do, I get drunk, like, two, three times a year. Because every time I get drunk, I'm like, I'm never drinking again. Do you, but do you see, like, remember in, in college, did you, like, used to prepare to drink, though? Were yeah. you smart like that? I didn't start for real, for real drinking until I was on my way out. So, it oh. was just like. <laughs> so, you was drowning your sorrows. <laughs> No, not I'm even joking, like that. Joking, but. I don't know. I, I drink socially. Like I, yeah. like some of my friends sit, just have a, a glass of wine, or just sit in the living room and get drunk. I'm like, I need, a, I need a, a reason. Yeah. And then most of it'll be like I'll get a, a burger or something, but like, no. Yeah. See, in, in high in college for me, getting drunk was like, for the most part, it was like an event. And so it's like, yo, we going to this party, mm-hmm. you know. My girl let me out the house. <laughs> I got out. Right. Hey, fellas, I shook her. Um, so, you know, let me let me eat some, put something on my stomach. Let me be hydrated. And I would be good. And I would be like, man, this drinking stuff is lit. And now it's like, you know, mm-mm. I be waking up like, why? Why did I do that? I woke up. Went to the, it was a day party. So it'll feel like it's 5 o'clock in the morning, but it's like 11. Or ten thirty. You like hurt. <laughs> oh god! Like we left the party, went to Waffle House. I remember walking into Waffle House. I remember ordering my food. I wasn't because I remember I was drunk, too, so drunk one time I didn't even order my regular order, and that's how I knew I was drunk. I was like, I don't even get that from Waffle House. I had two Who, orders. Whose food is <laughs> a biscuit? Yeah. Like, Whose leftovers is these? Oh wait, my leftovers. I know. I get what an All Star or Bacon Texas Cheesecake Belt. Yeah. That's those are my meals. That's you. But um, I ordered my food. I remember going to the bathroom trying to make myself throw up. Because I was like, if I'm going to eat this food, I'm going to enjoy it. 
like I, that's what I, but you know you have to do that sometimes sometimes I'm not drunk enough to just throw up on my own I make myself throw up yeah. so I feel better Been there. so I remember eating it was so delicious but I didn't get to like really savor it mm-hmm. went home went to sleep what I woke time up like, did you wake up I woke up like 6 o'clock in the morning <laughs> just <and> like <laughs> like that spin like I want to get up but I know if I get up it's going to be bad went and used the bathroom I was like I'm gonna be up for a minute. I could. I was just sitting there miserable. I couldn't move. I couldn't go back to sleep. So I got up. I was like, I'm gonna make myself throw up. And we're just like, bleh, bleh. But I think I can't drink champagne. Hmm. I think champagne is the common denominator in me getting sick or like blacking out. Cause it's like juice. You don't really feel. Yeah, you don't. Champagne. So champagne is actually probably what I need to stick to. Oh, really? I apologize. How unprofessional. It wouldn't be the first time, but still. My on mom, your okay, birthday I episode. Need to take this. I need to oh, take this. Jesus. All right. Hold on. Bye. Pause. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're back. What was I talking about? Um, oh, champagne. Oh, yeah. Champagne. Champagne's bad. Like, Were you drinking mimosas or like. See, I stopped because last time I had mimosas, I was in the same fetal position in my bathroom floor after waking up from an So I was like, won't be doing that, but I still had, and it really wasn't that much champagne. I had more like Crown, then my homeboy bought me like a, a Hennessy shot, and then some Hennessy straight, which was death. Like, I don't we, know why we, I signed we up. We as the that. black community got to stop acting like Hennessy's. It's not good. Hennessy is not good. Let's stop this whole narrative. Henny, Henny thing goes. Right. Henny boy. It's nasty. I know. How much money have we made Hennessy? How much money has the black community made liquor companies it's... with our own promotion? Like our own. Stop putting it in the rap song. Stop yeah. making catchy party names with it. The drink is nasty. Do we even put it in rap songs? I feel like black Twitter more so is like, mm-hmm. you need to drink Hennessy. Henny. I think it's more like a yeah. I'm trying to think of a song with Henny in it. I guess Young M.A. Oh yeah. Henny and Hoes. Right. That's like her Instagram name. Yeah. So. Tell you, you didn't. She didn't think she was gonna make it. Right. <laughs> like, dang, I probably should brand more. Yeah, huh? Right. Um, um, I actually want to try that Drake liquor, Virginia Black. I heard it was real smooth. Yeah, I haven't seen it in person yet. So, um, but yeah, so that was my birthday celebration. So I can say I did something. Then I'm going to Essence this weekend. So we leave Thursday, and that's gonna be super totes fun. Is it a girls trip? <laughs> Fun fact. Did you see my tweet? Yeah, about they actually are from FAMU. And yeah, the, like, it was implied in, like, their graduation, but I saw a tra- It was a new trailer yeah, yesterday. And, and like, flag. They, yeah, they were superimposed into Homecoming, but I thought I liked it, though. Like, yeah. thanks, Will Packer, for always keeping us in mind. So, I'm so excited for the movie. Even if they went to Bethune, I would be excited because... I bang with Will Packer, man. You know, if, if I'm on... Rep, I'm a rep where I'm from. You're going to see Morehouse, you know, Spellhouse <laughs> Homecoming, Mission College, whatever. You're going to see... sprinkles it. of... So, but that movie actually looks hilarious. <laughs> Tiffany, I'm really excited to see Tiffany. I love her. Did you watch her Breakfast Club interview? Yeah, oh, I haven't watched the whole thing in its entirety, but I've seen, you like, several <laughs> clips. I've talked talk, talk about her mom, her um, toxic shock syndrome. Yeah. Raising her siblings, so I, I've been meaning to sit down, but you know I can't sit still for too long. So like, and watch something without going to something else. Like, the, I wish I could listen to it like a podcast. That, would that be and that's what I I wish they would do sometimes. But I, there's no money in that for them. Like, they yeah. can make money at least from YouTube. Why don't you just like get on your computer and just have it playing as you do something? Else? Yeah, I thought about that. It works better in my car, but I, YouTube doesn't let you play. I tried to do it. Like, if you go to oh, YouTube the app. Safari. And then you close Safari, but you can just swipe up on the little thing and then press play. You can play YouTube from and then do whatever, like a like a podcast, but it doesn't do that anymore. I use Google Chrome. And Chrome lets you do that? Yeah, it lets me just kind of 
play something and leave. Yeah. I might have to start doing that. But love her. I've been a fan of Tiffany for since I was a kid, honestly, because I saw her on Def Comedy Jam. I remember one particular joke that she said. She was talking about how she had a white friend and she was telling her, her white friend was telling her that she needed to shave her cooch. And she's like, no one's going to eat your burger like that. You need to shave your shave. <laughs> <laughs> I, and that's, that joke has stuck in my head. And I've like subconsciously followed her career since then. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. So especially with me, I've, I've, I've been trying to get my life together this year. But I had to put comedy on my back burner yeah. this year. But that's someone who I've like always looked up to. So I'm really excited for her. Of course, Auntie Jada, Auntie Queen, Auntie Regina. Like they've day one yeah. people. So I'm glad they did like three OGs and like a new face. Yeah. And then people are really starting to like her from her Breakfast Club interview. Like Breakfast Club is the new like 106. You if, know, it really is. Like it. Yeah. If you got an album coming out, if you got a new project, you, you, where you, you to used to have to go to 106. You used to have to sit on the couch and talk to Free and AJ. You got to go to Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart with his book. T- Tiffany, you know, just she was just up there for like in general and like a comedy show she was doing probably. Well, the movie Carmichael Show, I think, has a new season coming out. Yeah, it's out. So, so, but that's like you got that's that's part of it. Like, yeah, your media tour, like you go there because we don't have that kind of outlet anymore, which is sad. Like we need that, and I hate that one hundred six died, but not because no one's watching it. But we need like that thing. Like I don't even know how to describe it because everybody went at like they cultural center. Yeah, that's what Breakfast Club is right now. Yeah. So. So shout out to the Breakfast Club, man. We trying to be that, you know, that next thing too. We need like one one person and be like one more person. We can kind of do that. I think I'm I'm, a, I'm funnier than Angela. Yeah, I could do this. I'm, you know, I got, yeah. I got jokes. Angela's more of a mediator. Yeah, I probably, I'd probably I, be the Charlemagne. But yeah, I was gonna say I I appreciate Angela Yee because she does like research and like she'll actually bring up something. And Charlemagne, like, so about that rash right. that we see, like so um, like that's gay. What? Charlamagne? Why are you? Excuse me? Can you not get me in trouble with that? <laughs> so, okay. All right. Yesterday, so. BET Awards. BET Awards, man. Because I could have went. I was on. I had signed up and it confirmed to go. And then them tickets was like, you thought. So I was like, just stay my black ass. Right. <laughs> Have fun, sis. My home I'm surprised went. you. Did you know they were doing New Edition when you? Yes, I knew. Uh, I knew. I knew. Even in, when the show came on, like, the movie, I was like, they're going to do some new edition stuff at the PT Awards. Yeah. And then I knew, like, but it was just like. You didn't do a GoFundMe? You could have done a bad B GoFundMe. <laughs> That's just so. Mm, I just, I'm trying know. to reach my goals of being in uh, L.A. for BET Weekend. But my I just like, you know, they ain't going nowhere. They're going to probably have a new edition, too. Like, BET going to ride the wave of them doing something right for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> new edition gonna ride the wave of right <laughs> and i'm going to the tour okay let's get into it. okay all right yeah, yeah um so first leslie leslie jones yes was the host um be honest i used i do recall watching leslie like as a stand-up like yeah, she was on comic view i remember that rap and that black shirt but this was not to me i don't know i'm not gonna blame her the writers whatever it just wasn't a good a good fit. I just didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I yeah. did not. I mean, I don't have anything against Leslie Jones as a person. I don't enjoy her. I'm not going to sit and watch a Leslie Jones special. Like, I pass by it on Netflix all the time. There and is it, one? Yeah, it's like she's, like, screaming. She's yelling on the, uh, on the, on the I may picture. go watch it just to see, like, but give I her just, a chance. 
I feel like she got a lot of sympathy with the whole Twitter because that was effed up. Like the whole Ghostbusters thing, everybody like I don't all her white co-stars ain't say nothing, just left her hanging. Yeah, that was effed up. So of course I supported her in that, but I'm not gonna sit here and like be a fan because I'm not. So I mean, and then she was hella coony. Like I feel like she takes these coony roles. Like even her, like everybody else is like engineers and philosophers, uh, and she, she works in the subway yeah, and just knew the city. That, I mean, that was racist on their, the writer's part. Right, like, that was super racist. And then I didn't, like, I knew it was going to be messed just based off of the promo. Like, why are you asking a BET award to grow a penis? Like, yeah, why are you, you know so what? desperate? Like, that's the trope. I, I'm After, I was worried about tropes, but that's one of them. Like, the desperate, hey, Professor Ogilvy, yeah. but, like, you're over here asking an inanimate object to grow a dick. After you, after you pointed that out, like, a week or two ago, I, I was like, that's not... And then it's like, that's not the first time she's done that. That's kind of her thing. Almost. The Drake commercial, then it was like another, then she did like yeah. a Honda commercial where she was doing the same thing. Like, hey, you want to come to my, like, yeah. what, what is this? You yeah, know? So it's her. like, that, that's my problem with yeah, Leslie. And she, I don't even know if it's her or the people who write for her or what she's been typecast as. I feel like it's a typecast. She's a very tall, you know, not the, Un, not unappealing, the yeah, like feminine looking. Right. So it's like that. And then it just goes back to everything that's wrong with what white people have created with, you know, black stereotypes. So there's that. Um, I mean, she got funny in the last five minutes. I genuinely was laughing at certain jokes she made towards the end with like the Easter Ray joke. I think she said something funny, like the end end. I was laughing at something genuinely Mm -hmm. the little Yachty. She had the little boat and I was like, that's funny. But the other four and a half hours of the show, I was like, then she had the same outfit on for three hours. I'm like, change change hey budgets it was just really i don't know <laughs> who are you okay top three b bt award show hosts monique off rip okay i enjoyed will and jada okay i think anthony anderson and um well tracy ellis ross were hilarious i saw him well i saw it in person yeah so i was sitting watching him rehearsing <clears throat> be cracking up mm-hmm. i was with I remember 2015, I went to the BET Awards. I worked it. And while Jadena was at Jadena, that was who my talent was. So while he was rehearsing or preparing to rehearse, I was sitting with the blackish parents and okay, the kids. Yeah, yeah. And they were rehearsing and they did the um, the Empire remix. Oh, it's yeah. like a big merry go round. And then like oh, Tracy coming the... around from the ceiling. It was so like Hamlet. Funny. Yeah, they were doing that, but a remix. Oh okay. my god, it was so funny. So I love them. I love their chemistry. Yeah. Um, who else is a good host? Has Jamie hosted before? Yeah, he did the year Michael passed. Mm, oh, that was a hard year. I remember yeah. because they had to scramble because he died like two days before the show. Yeah. So it was like, what are we supposed to be doing? Like, it was hard. So whew, I remember that. That was a hard year because yeah. they were like through. A tribute together. Yeah. And it was like, everybody was still, they knew the only person who could really do it was Chris Brown, but everybody was still mad at Chris Brown, so had to wait till yeah. next year. Yeah, really. It was, wow. Because I forgot, I was about to say, somebody danced, but it wasn't like, I feel like Jamie like, like did Usher a little. or somebody. It was like, it was good, but it was like. I feel yeah, like I Jamie changed, he had like the jacket. Yeah. And on some comedy, you know, oh, we lost the king, but like, Jamie's a lit, but Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart hosting the BET Awards resulted in a BET show. I forgot about that with the skits. Yeah. Oh, what year was that? 2011? 
or twelve. That they, was so. It funny. resulted in real house, uh, real house, house husbands. Yeah, I remember the skit because like one Bobby Brown in it and everything. Yeah, like, Bobby not, was in it. Samuel L. Jackson. I think that's when Robin Thicke was in it. And yeah, that. No, I forgot about Kev. Kev did a really good job. That yeah. was really funny. And he came out. He stepped with the kids. I like that. Um, and he had some moments like people talk about the BET Awards, but one thing I'm just angry about the audio every year. Y'all have 365 days before the show. Y'all know it's the same weekend every year, and the audio is still messed up. Mm. SZA deserves so much better. She did. And I was very upset for her because she had started singing, or the track had already started playing, and and we could hear the producers in the back and the stage manager. I'm like, y'all do this every year. Y'all been doing it since 2001. There's no excuse. Every year. MC Light done messed up in the first time ever. MC like don't never mess up. She, she sit up there right. she and read her, her script. with her water and her uh, SG row pins. <laughs> and her throat lozenges. <laughs> right. And sit. And Coming up next on BUT. Like, better she don't read. mess up. And y'all got my, you got my auntie out here messing up. Y'all messing her money up. Yeah. Because now she may not do hip hop. Because y'all over here playing. Uh, what else? Escape. Escape. Re- uh Kakata. Yeah. She did that. That's my girl. Yes, kid. The kid. tiny have you got a <laughs> Floyd was in the was out there. Yeah, I see you tiny. Yeah, and she was like, Yeah. <laughs> Were y'all at odds? <laughs> Oops, I hit the mic. <laughs> um <laughs> They did good. I mean, it was the first time, so they're not gonna be perfect and flawless. But they did I mean did. they didn't have much choreography. They just kinda sat there and sang. Yeah, but I mean like I we, you can't that. expect them to do the same stuff they were doing twenty years ago. We just need to vote. New addition is and we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to it. Mary is not. She's not dancing. Mary she's is not. mad at that man, and I don't blame her. She got up there and basically was like, F you can do, I hope that check don't clear. Right. I right. moved all my money She's about to, to sing his address and uh, the hours he's about to be home. Come kill this right. he lives. On the like, east side. <laughs> There's a special place in hell for you. I was like, come on, Mary. Talk your junk, man. She is mad. She's mad. And then he had nerve to like, have a statement. I thought it was like, oh, I'll, the truth will come out. You're so beautiful. Shut up, can do. Chill, get your Shut money, bro. up. <sighs> okay. Um, anything else? Everybody's other... vocals are messed up. Every Mary's vocals, but yeah. I'm trying to... Mary ain't never sang us down. We can, we can yeah. say it. Just go and sing. Johnny. Johnny, Johnny, and you know I waited so long. I'm like, they better perform. They better perform. He performed. I was like, we the Nehu wasn't right. Then he started like playing with the vocals so he wouldn't notice that he was struggling. I'm like, this ain't my Johnny. And then he he adjusted his ear. I was like, oh oh, that was it. Johnny couldn't hear. All right, never mind. But you know, the little baby Ralph messed up too because something was going on with the earpieces. Because I remember him adjusting his ear too. I'm like, okay, whose fault? Little baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you can't hear. They can't hear themselves. Oh, I was going to say, no, no, no. It was Bobby. Bobby was about to sing another verse, and they had actually finished the, just the telephone, man. This also Bobby. Yeah. You got Bobby had Bobby had the uh, the animal from... He had the Chil- t-shirt, uh, Pharaoh. Nah, he had the animal from Chilligan Island, that episode of March. <laughs> he had died in white. And, yeah, he had put that on his shoulder. I mean, we just happy Bobby here. We, you know, it did... I mean, we talked about no edition. Yeah, we'll just, yeah. We just ease right on into it. I mean, the, I got my life because I did, and I saw all my men on stage, but. It was a beautiful moment. I mean. It was great. Um, Woody, he knows hey, his strengths. 
Hey, Woody got dance. out there and danced his black butt off. And we know he's not a singer. Hey, I am not mad at Woody. Woody did his thing. He killed. It. He made me get on. I, I was like, they mm. really rocked with it. They made yeah. it like a. I liked it, algae. Mm, sensitivity. <laughs> Chest all out. That's a fine little man right there. I ain't gonna sit here like you. Good. Then we had Luke. Luke just really. Uh, Luke just really Luke was saying. Real, Luke was like, I'm finna get all the aunties tonight. <laughs> I just really think Luke needs to look into just making a nice cover and monetizing my, 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 that my. thing. Yeah. I or like just I don't know, make it a trap remix or something, make it yeah. twenty seventeen, but he needs needs to remake the song at this point, because I will listen to it every day. Um, cause Johnny. Are they releasing an the album for it? I heard that months ago, and I've been waiting with my coins in hand. Like, here, <laughs> take, take my money. Take my <laughs> uh, They're going to take my money for this tour. I don't care. If they, oh. they got to have them, their wheelchairs. And then BBD came out. Uh, Keith just can't get the speaking part right. It's, it's easy. It's not Let hard. Me, but he looked good. Let me talk to Keith real quick. Keith, <laughs> my issue with you is you really be talking. Like, you really just be like, Poison, deadly, moving in slow, looking for a mellow fellow like DeVoe getting paid. You know, and and DeVoe was smoother than that. It was poison, deadly, moving in slow, looking for a mellow fellow like DeVoe getting paid. You know, like, I, I need you to commit to it. I know you're worried about the lyrics. And the dance moves and the counts. Right. And, and still being fine at the end of the day. You're going to be fine regardless, okay? Just commit to me. You got you to gotta, you gotta millie rock the words at your mouth, baby. I, let me talk to him. Good cop, bad cop here. Keith, baby, listen. Just let it come out smooth, you know, with a smooth R and B tip. Yeah, you know? smooth up, <laughs> smooth up in a hip hop beat. You know, that's all. Just make it smooth, baby. And then I was mad that um, Elijah didn't like really belt out right his job. He had the audience singing. Like, no, you sing. Yeah, you we, sing it. We were waiting. This is actually the only part we were waiting for you to hit. <laughs> that like that's iconic, <laughs> Mister. Like we needed that. The audience wasn't gonna be loud enough. These people are celebrities. All right. Maybe he saw everybody else messing up. He was like, Mm-mm. not gonna get me. Y'all, right. y'all got it. Kick so, me off this tour. <laughs> um. That was good. The kids, plus the kids, and then when they all they came are up, big as all get out though. They were eating their wheaties. Uh, they are not the little <laughs> new little new addition anymore. They are they almost as tall as regular edition. Yeah, little Ricky, no little Ronnie yeah. and Algie are the same height at this point. Yeah, uh, if not, he's if he's not tall, that's fine. Um, then the real new edition came out. Ralph, Uncle Ralph. Uncle. <laughs> Unk, what's good? Ah, what's going on there? Play Rollo. <laughs> Rollo. Ah, what y'all got up in here? Time, you know. It's funny how evolution has worked that Ronnie is the fine one now. Because he's aged the best. And it's like, he ain't bad. You know, Ralph was the fine one for all these years. And God said, ah, ah, ah. Ralph looked like he was doing some hard drinking. <laughs> yeah, that, you know what? That's true. I don't think that's drugs. That's alcohol. Yeah, that's that's alcohol. that's what it look. That's it. no more day parties. <laughs> you gonna look like that's liquor. Everybody else is just inflated. <laughs> Everybody just fat and older. Not fat, but like uncle fat, like grown man weight. Yeah, like in the neck. <laughs> like that's how you know he that's that old. Way. Johnny got that old mama. <laughs> you get that neck fat up in here, like not even a double chin, but just neck. <laughs> that's when you carry out your mortgage stress. <laughs> Wife and right. bills, right. insurance, soccer game, just neck fat, and that's what they all got. Bobby, just Bobby, you know. 
you know, hey, we glad Bobby clean and he's here. Bobby is here. That's that's all Bobby got to do. And Bobby is excited. Bobby, he when when I don't when Woody ran up to him, give me the mic. Yeah. <laughs> My prerogative. Say I'm crazy, <laughs> but I don't give a damn. You know, y'all used to be in the singing group back in the day. He thinks. <laughs> Let me tell you. Woody was like, look, I don't dance in the counts. Y'all know I'm, not, I'm a musician, but I ain't a singer. Y'all yeah. I'm going to sing as much. He just had to yell my prerogative. Like, like, that's all we needed. I yeah. didn't need, I know y'all not singers. It's fine. Just be fine. Hit the moves. When y'all got on there in that white, it was beautiful. Man, that all white. And that choreography, it was the perfect song they didn't do. My kind of girl. I thought I thought they were going to do that, and then every in the white too. Yeah, and then like everybody, I thought they were going to do. Can you stand the rain? Not my kind of girl. And like then, just them. Because that then. was actually in the movie, so that would have been. It know, was one of their biggest hits. Yeah, so you know they didn't do it, but that's fine. But it was nice because everyone knows his choreography, so it was like nice to see all eighteen of them on stage. Yeah, that one. was like a that in formation. It was very nice. And, uh, yeah, you know, it was, it was good. I enjoyed that. Now to some nigga stuff. Mama me. Migos. I'm a stan. I don't know if I should. I, I rock with the Migos, I've man. I transferred my stan card. Um, I told Twitter that I stopped standing for Chris Brown when he didn't roll his window down for me. <laughs> Chris, it's me, it's me. It was so, like, literally, like, you can't be a groupie on the clock. So I had to wait till it was over. I had clocked out. Like my Jadena uh, had left, I was ready. I was like, I'm getting an MF and picture with Chris Brown. I tried to finesse early in the day because some of the girls says Camp was a dark skinned girl. She needed a tampon and she had all white. I found her a tampon. I was like, here, girl. Like an hour thirty or thirty minutes later, I was like, sis, all right. It's my twenty first birthday. <laughs> I just want a picture with Chris. But Rihanna was there and he was in a bad mood, so I couldn't get my picture in the trailer because it would have been perfect. Nobody was around. Just come out the door. Boom. That's it. Could get my picture. I was like, bet. Oh, Rihanna and Karuchi were there. So after the show, oh, he leaves, and I'm up. like, I need this picture. I have met some. I have made some little young boyfriend, but he was like being extra with me. I had, like we had ran to Nikki and Meek and E40 and stuff. Meek was actually nice to me, and I talked about him real bad. I'm damn, sorry. Damn, we forget Meek. about Meek and Safari. Oh, damn, we got to. We'll talk about you after. Um, <laughs> he was actually he was willing to let me get a picture with him, but his security was like, no, so he didn't let me through. But he was actually nice to me, so I'll give you that Meek. He was nice to me. But, so Chris is in the garage. He's leaving talent check-in. I'm like, I need a picture. So I'm like, I see his best friend. I'm like, Miho, can you tell Chris to take a picture of me, please? He's like, I'm an OG Chris Brown fan. Let me. Yeah. yeah I've been, you've been, been there. I know his family. I know his mom. I know his cousins. I know his auntie. I know right. Chris Brown. You know, sign and all that. Taurus. Well. Stay away from Taurus. But I'm. I'm That's ahead. easy. Um. So his best friend was like taken aback because you got to be a real fan to know Miho. Like that is his best friend. Like before all these thugs and all this stuff he was around, there was Miho. So he was like, how do you know? Like, how do you know me? I'm like, look, I'm a, I'm a Chris Brown fan. It's my birthday. I really want to picture. He's like, look, Chris a grown man. Like he going to do what he want to do. I should have yelled his name earlier because I probably could have got it. So he's pulling up in Lambo. And I'm like, Chris, please roll down window. I know he see me. His tents are like, <laughs> yeah, you know, the color of your shirt, like black. And I'm like, security, like, move back, move back. I'm like, Chris, just roll down your window, please. <laughs> Chris, it's me. I was like, you know what, nigga? Bet. That's why you can't dance. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I was like, that was the last day I was a Chris Brown fan for real. He's a handsome man, talented. I didn't buy his last album. 
I'm protesting with my coins. I won't be Keep going to see that coin. movie. I saw the clip on Facebook, and that's all I needed to right. see. <laughs> yeah, they, they put out the worst. They put out, out the reason everybody would go see the movie. Right, I was like, that's all I needed to see. Right. Four minutes, boom. So, Migos. I Migos. That to say. Yes. Migos almost got to fighting with Joe Budden and Corny McCornington. And then that girl. DJ Academics or Academics. Corny McCornington. That's who he is, G. Oh, who is the girl? Some girl. Her name was like really hard to pronounce. Where's, your, where's our security? Because like it was so beautiful. It was like some real Destiny's Child choreography the way they got him. Quavo <laughs> stood up. Then Offset stood up. Then Takeoff stood up. First off, y'all gonna stop disrespecting Takeoff. Why? Man, you know, it's like this ongoing joke like you were left off bad and bougie. He was like, what? Huh? He did do it like an obnoxious number of times. Like he did. It was like, nigga, you heard me. Like, like even stupid. if you didn't really hear him, like as a person, like you would just be like, I'm gonna just okay, yeah, yeah, sure. You, and you're just gonna be like, shit, I don't know what he said. Right. And it was like, <laughs> okay, y'all yeah. trying. He was like, all right, let's move on. And then academics was just being. Extra and then Joe like, was like, yeah, they're just like my favorite group ever. Like, you guys are really amazing. And, and then Joe was like, yo, let's wrap this up. Who mans is this? <laughs> and then Joe was just being the angry lemon head that he is. And he was just like, he just got up and threw his mic down. Like, dog. Quavo was like, you asked us here. Like, this, yo, you know, show to do an interview with us. Like, we weren't trying to talk me. to you. Right. And then Joe Button tweet, like, they was all a little sassy for me. Bro, you were the sassy one. They have mm. several number ones. Like, their album's platinum. Like, no, he the sassy I'm like, one. I'm going to throw know. this mic down and walk off. Like, Look. you argue with thugs and with their shirts tucked in. Like, you really don't. <laughs> and Javanchi. Javanchi. <laughs> like, you're the Migos. Like, honestly, with the year Migos have had, they can talk to. <laughs> like, in the one year they've been mainstream popular, they've been more successful than Joe Button has in his entire career. And let's be... I don't know if they can really out freestyle Joe Budden because apparently he's a good rapper. He has lyrics, but like, but who cares? He's a dickhead. Like, right? He's a butt. Like, right. nobody, nope. nobody wants to. Like, I don't know. There's few people out there. Like, you know, it's some lame. Y'all just ain't never been around a real Joe Budden. Real look, bro. If real is being like just rude and obnoxious, y'all can keep real. Keep all of it because I have common courtesy. Like. And you professional can't sit, like you cursing out Lil Yachty for being happy, um, <laughs> like, and then you're gonna, so and was, everybody was with it, like, extra Migo with the short haircut and the blue oh, shirt. He, he like, came out on. of the yeah. camera frame, like he, he caught he caught everybody off guard. Like, yo, has he got a Migo chain on? He's dressed like the rest of the Migos. There's like a whole crew of them, like it's like a team of a Meek team. Oh, Young Rich Nation, huh? That's probably who they are. And they, like Migo gang, it's like a, a lot of them. But I, I enjoyed it. And then apparently afterwards they were about to fight Chris Brown. But Chris Brown was like, Nene gets the car. Wait I don't think they – I thought that was like they weren't about to fight Chris Brown. But it was like – I thought Joe Chris Budden – over there. Yeah. It was somebody else. Like maybe from – I don't know. But um, – It was another angle. Yeah. That show like Chris wasn't even really well, – But who – there was no one else over there. <laughs> like who – who else? They thought Joe Budden ran over. <laughs> like, I don't see. Yo, Chris, you see Joe? I don't see Chris being <laughs> big enough to not be a part of some mess. Like, he probably. Or, or no, because. But. Chris wasn't the aggressor. So, Quavo didn't say, like, yeah, that's why I got Carucci on my top lip right now. You know what I'm saying? So, clearly. I, I just feel like. Chris, Chris probably Br- said, like, I hit it first. And then they all got mad. Like, I don't know. I just feel like Chris Brown is, 
like it looked like he was just like, look, bro, I got my little dance. You know, I did my little yearly, you know, forgive me dance. <laughs> I'm sorry that I committed crimes right. again. Stop. Y'all disappointed <laughs> in me, but look at my talent. Right. You know, and I thought he was just chilling. Like, he was like, look, bro, like, enjoy Karuchi. Like, she can't act. <laughs> I don't think Chris is that big of a person. I know him as much as I do. Not saying that we just go get lunch, but like right because he rolled his window down for you. Like I feel him for that. I'm still mad. <laughs> like I just the wounds got reopened on yeah. the anniversary, but I'm just like he's not. I don't see him doing it. Like because it takes this much to set him up. But I feel like he was the one who started it, and that's why he was like chilling. Because I'm like it was more of a you could do all that, but you're not. That's why we can't understand y'all. Like you're not. You said that, nigga. You got a lisp. <laughs> I took speech pathology. I've got rid of my, right. no, but I'm like, I feel like Chris did probably start it, but was calm. Cause like, nigga, y'all not going to get over here anyway. So <laughs> my security, I have security. Right. Like I don't have niggas. I have trained security. So, and then I'm a Pi- on Pyrook security. <laughs> I am kind of good at martial arts. So like, they're not going to be Chris Brown, at least not a one-on-one. It would have to be like a massive jumping. The three Migos. Chris, like, Cause Chris Brown is lanky. But not that, but Chris can, other than women, he can actually fight. Like, he can. Y'all are not going to keep painting this man. I defended him for years. Years. And he over here shaming me because he hit Karuchi too. To have a whole nother restraining order. I can't, I can't make excuses for him anymore. I will be the main Captain Saber Breezy through high school and college. Captain Saber Breezy. I all can't right. make excuses anymore. Let's progress because we. I'm uh, sorry because I can yeah. sit here all day and talk about that man. All right, real quick. Safari and Meek. That was like the wildest, most Negro-ish. I thought it was hilarious, honestly. People say, oh, Safari and Beef running. Would you stand there? I'm confused. Like, I would have ran because y'all trying to jump me. Like, I'm, well, not run like, he's not running to Beverly Hills, but he's like, let me get about this. I don't know, though. It was just the funniest, like. But the way the camera was, like, the niggas had to have come out the left side of the car and, like, hurry up around the back. Yeah. And it, get to him. Because that's your, that's what you were asking. You're like, where did they come from? Like, he, he saw me, like, because the way the video is like, there's Meek, there's Safari, there's some goons chasing Safari. Out of nowhere, because Meek, Meek, because Safari's having a good time. Hey, what's up, big money, hey, big time? I'm like, <laughs> what's up, what's up? And then it's like, doo doo, Meek. Coming out the door. Right. Nick's now chasing him. <laughs> Safari, take... the transition. We don't have enough content. Yeah, Safari took off like Usain Bolt. <laughs> it was like them Jamaicans. It was right. like the, some flying monkeys from the woods just came out the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and then his, he took off as his man actually got jumped. They got like right. one swing on Safari and like he like... Hit, and then Black he, Pants was really getting the brunt yeah. of it. Yeah, and, and they was, was like, dang, Safari kind of up. You know, like, well, we're going to get you. Somebody getting jumped right. today. So... <laughs> Wrong place, in, wrong time. He in his car, like, with the Rolls Royce. Yeah, Meek, so you would be, you know, got the Rolls Royce, you know, showing. You see it, Safari. Thank you. you got Me and you the shoot weekend. the fair one, one-on-one. Bro, can y'all get off the internet? You know, Soulja Boy and Chris Brown never fought. Yeah. Hmm. That was a big deal at the beginning of the year. We really thought it was that. They had talked about it. The, the showdown. In Yo, May, is that why Mayweather's fighting McGregor? Because, like, he was about to make a bunch of money off the social support Chris Brown fight. Low key, because. <laughs> He's like, dang, I had I had budgeted for making another 100 mil this year. I guess I got to fight, huh? Dang. I got to get back out there. All right, let me go beat up this this MMA fighter. <laughs> That's going to be interesting to see. 
Um, okay. Yeah. Let's, uh... Let's talk about BET Awards now. Oh. We real, got a short message today. Real quick. Power came back. Oh, yeah. My favorite. Um, it was... Uh, to me, some people were like, oh, man, that first episode was weak. Y'all are fools. And, like, don't y'all ever talk bad about Courtney Kemp. They have to set it up. Right. Like, every episode, somebody can't be killed or shot. I don't... You know, that's not how you have a long show... You know, like I want Angela to die, but I was like, there would be no show. Like, get it in a coma or something. Like, it's gonna, you know, like break how, a leg. I don't know. It's like after they killed Holly, you know, like how they did. You're like, dang, who's gonna take out? Like, how's Angela gonna go out? Because it's not gonna just be on some like. But Angela's a vital part of the show in the storyline, so they can't. Yeah, that's like. She's I mean, like under ghosts. Like Tommy Ghost, Angela, and Tasha can't go. No, no, no. Everybody, literally everybody can die. The baby can die. Uh Raina can die. Tyreek definitely can die. Kanan can die. Kanan, we need a villain, but there's always gonna be a villain we need to drop. But Kanan is on some weird like shadow villain, like I'm here but not I'm really. Dead. Right. You think I'm dead, but I've been alive for two years. Like, okay, give it up. Y'all weird. Right. Um Bulldog and McGee still in the game. Who? Bulldog McGee. Uh, what's her name? Oh, Anika. Anika. No, no. <laughs> yeah, Nick, you are not spot. Who you? So I'm like, calm down, <laughs> calm down, Tiana, because <laughs> he doing a lot. <laughs> Folk get too brave. Is this the president of the college of Georgia A and M. What are you doing? All right, you got a lot of jobs. <laughs> I thought she was a cartoon, but um, Laurel, <laughs> Dream Girl. Right. Um, yeah, Power. I haven't finished it, but it's just like. It's the same thing. I hate Tariq. I hate Angela. Tasha deserves better. Hey, Keisha. Like, it was just... Well, I thoroughly... It was I, it was hard seeing Charlie Murphy, though. Yeah, I thoroughly loved the first episode. Like, Charlie, like, it... We had to know he was sick. Like, how skinny he was But I looking. knew he was sick. Honestly, because I had... Because you I, saw him on tour or whatever. Yeah, I watched his Unsung, and he talked about his wife having cancer and passing away a couple years ago. And then me and my sister, we got tickets to the Get Down Tour, yeah. whatever it's called. And it's crazy because he's on the new show on BET. I thought, I didn't see him in it. He's in the commercial. He's in? Okay, wow. Briefly, he didn't have like a speaking part, but he's in it because he was on the tour. And me and my sister were like, Charlie's sick. Yeah, he don't look, yeah. Charlie real sick. And we knew about his wife, so it's like, this would be real bad. And then I got news, I was like, I knew it. Yeah. I knew Charlie was sick. Because if you look at him like Chappelle, I know that's like some years apart but, but Chappelle show you know, all like, it is he had lost that adult weight he, that, he lost yeah. that daddy that uncle weight yeah this the the neck the throat saturday weight. morning <laughs> soccer and, and stress and that life. real weight yeah so prayers to his family yeah. um but we are here to celebrate <clears throat> melanie um your birthday 23 years my jordan year um you know it feels good to be a woman so, so um we're going to go into some of your favorites that's kind of we did with mine you know just so the audience can really get to know you if they haven't gotten to know you from all the stories over our 47 episodes thus far yeah yeah, this is 48 so four more episodes and that's that's a year um so first your favorite Movie, yeah, let's go with movie. Um, okay, I didn't come up with top five because one, I ain't got time. Yeah. But I would do three because you got. She's turning twenty three. Yeah, I'm turning twenty three. Um, so my favorite movies, um, 
have first boomerang classic classic you gotta love boomerang i love the story it tells because you know it I've watched it like as you watch movies when you get older, they mean different things. Like you yeah. watch for entertainment, then you really start dissecting as you get older, especially as you get closer to age <clears throat> of the people in the movie. Yeah. So I really like you know you. I understood like boomerang. Wow, it came back to me. The, the table switch and he yeah. became the one getting played instead of the one playing, and it was just like Angela. You know, was that safe place? You should have brought your ass home last night. Like, and then it was just quintessential blackness professional blackness you don't see professional black people like that on tv a lot executive at an advertising firm yeah they're in this nice house and established not entertainment for well kind of entertainment but not like yeah it was a corporate job it was something you didn't see and it was very 90s the the soundtrack but at the same time like they had those like the embarrassing black parents the getting up with and your they, homeboys. Well, like, they're the same black as you, but they have a different experience. Right. It they was, got money. <laughs> right. It was beautiful. Um, Love Jones. Okay. A lot of people don't like Love Jones. So, and, you know, it's not that I just sit and watch Love Jones and, oh, this is the best movie I've ever seen. But I feel Love Jones. Mm, and yo, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel my left eye. And my right. No, but, like, I don't know. I feel like... I put myself in Love Jones. Like, I don't like Love Jones because, oh, this is just so good. The, the plot, oh, my God. Right. Jesus, the cinematography. <laughs> this is a movie. Oh, no. It's just like, I like the way Love Jones feels. I like, because I put, I'm, I'm meeting it in my head. Like, I'm watching, oh, my God, I'm going to go to the poetry club. This nigga going to meet me at the bar and then do a whole poem about me talking about some African goddesses and talking about thigh and like, ooh. Like, that just seemed like so cool. And it's like, ooh, I got to ask who Tupac killed in another movie, but <laughs> we gonna argue over cereal, and then I'm gonna go back, and my homegirl gonna give me some real bad advice to go back to this nigga in New York, and I'm gonna go, but he's still gonna be trash, and I'm gonna come back, and then he gonna follow me. Like, I just was like, this is... Bro, I Ooh, was... I got another one for you. With Love Jones, I always thought, like, how hard it would have been to really have lost your true love if she moved. Like, just, you know, just, hey, I'm out. Ain't no social media... You know, with no cell phones, like, at most, she has a pager. And, like, you're just hoping, like, she kept that number or whatever. Because other than that, you calling up, you know, hey, can you give me Nina phone books and all the five boroughs, uh, you know. It's so hard. Like, these days, look at this whole back right. of this nigga on Instagram. Like, that's so easy. She moved to New York slowly. Like, right. It's time every day. Like, right. And then she kind of lied, too. It was, she wasn't, like, all the way real with him. Okay. So I kind of now I have kind of have six. Okay, I'm gonna have uh, I have Mean Girls on here. Okay, Mean Girls is one of those movies like I just enjoy. I grew up with it, and it's kind of autobiographical, but it's just fun. Like I just enjoy Mean Girls. I don't know. It's I feel like that's it was it's a really classicy. It's for like for our generation in particular. It's, our, it's like our Clueless because Clueless is on my top ten. Too. Yeah. But, like... That was really for us. Yeah, it was just white, but it was fun. It was black enough. It was dashes of blackness in there. Some LOLs got kind of problematic. But... My favorite line. She doesn't even go here. Like, so many quotes. I have, like, two Mean girl shirts. I'm not going to say anything. It just... It felt good. Um, How do you feel about they never... Like, they did a sequel. I, th- I try not to think about the sequel. Okay. They Do you think... It, do you think 
there could have been a proper sequel? It could have, but it would have had to be everybody from the original. Yeah. The worst part about the movie was Rachel McAdams' wig. I just didn't like it. It was bad. That was up there in, in worst movie wigs with <laughs> Jada Pinkett and Nutty Professor. Oh, what about... It's another... Oh, uh, and Shamar Moore's wig. Yeah, yeah. Great. yeah, I was about to say. Top three bad movie wigs. Somebody else pointed out Jada Pinkett's wig, and I watched Nutty Professor, and I was like, ooh, that it joint just, is stiff. It was just sitting there. It was like a broom. Come on, Eddie. You, it was like the Fantasia room. Eddie, you couldn't take 19 million instead of 1 million, get this woman a, instead of 20 million, get this woman a proper wig. Like, and- y'all could have done better. That was the only, <laughs> what year was this? Because she could have rocked her braid bob and set it off and been fine. Like, this, this. Miss Purdy? <laughs> that was awful. Um, okay. And tied for, okay, fourth and fifth. Got the best man. Okay, that's it. That's one of the ones I grew up with. I saw the movie for the first time when I was four in the theaters. Oh, wow. And I remember because we went and saw Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, you sound like it. sound like my parents. Yeah. She got to see Pokemon. It was me. I drugged my sister with me. She had to go. And then my grandma. Then we came in the movie theater being ghetto, ghetto and black when the movie was over. And they were watching Best Man. And I remember we came in on the part when um, he was getting his mind whooped and getting hung over. So I was scared uh, of the movie for a while because being four and seeing somebody about to get push up about him. Like, kill that man. I don't want nobody to die. But as I've grown up with it, I fell in love with the movie even more. Cause it's so, it's honestly real. I can see like a, a wedding weekend with my family friends going this way. It's so funny. Like Dang, y'all sleeping with, okay. I'm just saying like the relationships, the, the old flames, the stuff coming back up. Like, Oh, remember in college or the relationships or remember that time when, Oh, this, that like, Dang, yeah. Like, good Lord. I'm sorry. You thinking about your own school or whatever? No, no, no. I'm thinking about um, God. What's her name? Me alone. Me alone. When she was standing there, about to. You okay? I'm gonna watch the movie after this. (laughs) Okay, watch it. Nah, but yeah, she's fine. Yeah, so I I just I love Best Man, and it just makes me feel good. And and then another thing with these movies is like when they came out. Just thinking of where I was when I first seen it. And lastly, White Chicks. Um. I can, a little unconventional. I've seen White Chicks a million times, and it never gets old. It, it I can caught, watch it every day. It, it, I think it did a, a great job of, like, really getting a time in pop culture history. Mm-hmm. You know, they talked about doing a second one. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and, I, and I, I thought it was rumored they would, it would then be based more so off the Kardashians now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But Loki, they were Kardashians, like kind of. Well, they, it was more. It was actually more Hilton. Yeah, they were more Paris Hilton them, uh, because that that's who those white they chicks. Were the it girls. Yeah, they were the it white chicks at the time. You know, mm-hmm. Paris Hilton and really Nicole Richie, but the Hilton twins. But Paris Hilton invented Kim Kardashian, and she's made a hundred mil yeah, off of she's it. She's bigger than Paris Hilton was. Yeah, I've, I've. Dang, they both had, I was going to say, I think Kim K's sex tape, but no, Paris Hilton had a sex tape. Yeah, Paris, but she didn't. She didn't really. And I really, think she was more appealing to black men. I feel like that's how Kim crossed over, too. Yeah. And, and, you know, Paris was like, she probably slept with some black men just to say she did it, but she really didn't. So Kim crossed over men-wise, and then, you know, she had the butt, she had the. She had exotic look. look. Yeah. yeah, she had more of the look. It was more the curves that. Yeah. That the curves and the allowed dark her yeah, to cross over. Um, 
Okay, I'm next. I'm gonna talk about some of my favorite albums. Favorite albums. My top. Some more are gonna come to me as I talk. Okay, first is Seven. Seven. Who's that by? Um, let me start, and I'm gonna. I'm starting the bottom. First is Exclusive. Okay, that's a classic. By Chris Brown. It came out. I had just started high school. Kiss, Kiss. What year was this? School, 2007. Yeah, seven. School buses and like first day of school vibes. I'm like, all right, man, I'm new to Georgia, but I know something. I know Chris Brown. And it felt good. Take You Down. Mm. I will never forget the first time I heard Take You Down. Like, I heard about it on the, on the blogs. Not the blogs. The, the forums. It's like, Take uh, You Down. It's going to be sex. I'm like, oh, my God. Chris Brown's talking about sex. Sex, sex, sex. We were driving back from Walmart. I was on track three. It's track three on exclusive. I'll never forget. Is it really? It started off with Throat. This is when you had to. You you knew. You would know the si- titles because, one, you bought the CD. You looked at the back you of the case. The track, you would no. go. Yeah. Track one was Throat. Track two was Kiss Kiss. Track three was Take You Down. Track four was With You. Track five was, I want to say, Picture Perfect. Anyway. And I remember, like, it woke something up in my soul. Ooh. It did. Your womanhood. It did. I I became a woman the first time I heard that guitar string. What's happening? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm a woman. When I first saw the music video from, well, not the official music video, but it was like a video from the concert. Is it not the official music video? It was from another date. It was from okay. another concert. I was like, "What's my body? What is it doing?" Is that how you sex? <laughs> oh my god! It's activated. So it was just like I had one of my biggest crushes. And I dedicated a lottery to him because I didn't want his phone number. My name's Lottery. Yeah, okay, I need to listen to that on my way home now, but. Exclusive, which is pivotal. Like a, a lot of these albums, where I was in life. So four by Beyonce. This came out four. right before I went to college. This is 2011. Yeah. I listened to it every day, and I didn't necessarily relate to it then. What are some singles on that? Just for the for the guys um, like who me, run who the man. world, girls. Um, I care. Um, school and life. End of time. Oh, Countdown. Man. End of time was a yeah. This is 2011. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a little boo at the oh, time. Oh, party. We like oh, party. man. That was my, was it my ringtone? Dance for you was my ringtone. But like, uh, dance for you. That's what we used to get down on yeah. freshman year. I'm gonna dance for you. Boo. But party with uh, Andre Three Stacks, but then the video only had J. Cole. Cole and like, like, this ain't who we want. Three Stacks ain't that busy. Like, come on. Um, we had, it was just. It just reminded me of just like being excited for college, listening to that every day, and just iPods. iPods, man. Okay, and then the other one is Seven by um, Tiana Taylor. Okay. I'm I not encourage familiar. people to go listen to it. It's an exceptional album. I wish more people knew about it. Listen to it. It was so good. And it was like a pivotal time of my senior year in college, like just where I was mentally and all of that. It was just good. It was just a good album. Like, Hits, it was like the sexy songs, it was like the in your feeling songs. Like Tiana Taylor has it. She's a singer. She can do it. She's got party. Listen to the album. We ain't gonna be here all day. Um, favorite stand up comedians? Gotta have Eddie. Eddie's Eddie. the goat. And I didn't get hip to him until I was like, I'm like eleven, twelve, maybe my teens, as a, a stand up comic, because I grew up on Eddie movies. We knew that. Yeah. We, if we didn't know nobody movies growing up, we knew Eddie's. 
Dr. Doolittle. We had um Nutty Professor. Nutty, oh yeah, duh. Nutty Professor. We had we had Eddie. You almost forget how many movies Eddie had. You I mean you forget Boomerang, Coming to America, Come Trading to America. Places, First Forty Eight. Um, Bev- oh, I love Beverly Hills. Vampire Cop. in Brooklyn. Even though I ain't seen none of the ones I just named, I don't I've never seen them. But actually I, I watched Vampire in Brooklyn. It was alright. It was like those are his like white movies. Really. Yeah. Those were like his wider films. Um Eddie got paid twenty million a film. In the nineties. Then he had the Disney. He had Disney movies. Haunted Mansions. Daddy Dicker. Um <sighs> when he was talking the words. Oh, uh, a thousand words and counting, something like that. Yeah. Then he had the stupid ones with like the space one. He had the space. Oh, one. Uh, Dave and outer Dave and Dave. And it space. was meet Dave, and then it was meet another Dave. one in outer space. It was oh another yeah. One. Pluto the, Nash. That. You know we had Norbit. Nor- Norbit is one of my family's Norbit favorite. Is my favorite. Like what? We can quote every Rasputian line. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Eddie has a stand-up comedian. I have them on DVD. I bought these at like thirteen, fourteen. So oh I wow. Like to sit and watch raw. And, you can't have. Man, that that bit alone, the ice cream and your father is alcohol. <laughs> Yo, Eddie could not do his stand up today, dog. They would be Problem- getting dog. They would be getting him out the paint. Oh, it would be bad. Boycott Eddie. Um, next <laughs> we have Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney. Okay, so a He's lot of my absolute favorite comedian. A lot of people don't know he used to write for. He wrote the jokes that you love so much. With Richard honestly. Pryor. Richard Pryor, he wrote for the Chappelle Show. And I fell in love with him. He was funny on Chappelle Show, and that's how I got familiar because I was born in 1994. I ain't going to be yeah. <laughs> And then me and my dad were up late one night and caught one of his stand-ups. Oh, my God. And he talks a lot about race. Yeah. The complexion for the protection. Um, everybody everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be a nigga. Oh, the niggas finish. <laughs> call it the White House. Like, stuff <laughs> like that. He was like, all the big shit come from Africa. Big lips, big titties, big ass. Like, it just... Paul. Love him to death. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, Next, we have Robin Harris. Okay. Now... Test two, baby. Robin Harris, I'm hip to... A lot of people said he... If he's, if he's alive, Martin isn't as big as he is. Mm. I feel like... Dang, Martin low-key up there, too, though. As a stand-up... I don't know. That's just me. This is your list. I mean, I enjoy Martin. Run you tell that. Run tell that. Crazy. So range. Come on. Iconic. Yeah. Oh. Iconic. Um, but Robin gave us baby's kids. And I just liked his rude style. Dang, I forgot Cedric. I forgot Bernie Mac. Bernie. This is so many. But um just for the sake of icon I, I love Cedric. Um, the entertainer. He reminded me of my dad. They look just like I told the story. Yeah. So I love Cedric. Um, Cedric is really good. He's hilarious. So top for last place or just the last spot for the millennials because it kind of was like a resurgence in interest in stand-up comedy if you really, for our generation. Yeah, specials. He was a, he like helped bring HBO, back specials. Comedy Central. That's who we really was. Cat and Kevin. I feel like Cat could have been Kevin. And he knows that, and that's why he acts the way he does towards Kevin. But Kat couldn't market himself. You can't get a white woman and white kids to really be talking about weed and bitches. Like, and real niggas. <laughs> and, like, yeah, that's his content. Like, Kevin Hart was just as funny, but he was talking about stuff that was more, even though he was talking about his, like, crackhead dad and stuff. But it was still 
funny white people got um method addict parents now <laughs> they do the heroin is back but opioid. <laughs> i guess it was just easier for him i don't know well so i'm actually reading his book mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm at the part where he is he's turning his career mm-hmm. so he he started off as look have the bastard because <laughs> cuz his friends told him like that was the gimmick he needed and he got up there and he was a he was a performer he ah, you know some of the stuff that he has kept mm-hmm. but he was doing like remember his salt pepper ketchup joke he was always like and y'all need to stop getting these chinese tattoos believing it's you know <laughs> power and strength and really you got salt pepper ketchup on y'all <laughs> and you know he was just kind of doing very like i'm gonna tell a joke bit and and he was he was talking about how this keith robinson told him you need to change your name to kevin hart because any he said anybody who's global go by their name bill he he was like richard Pryor, bill cosby um oh god the white man who said the words you can't say on tv seven words you can't say on tv george carlin george carlin yeah you know he was he was talking about that and, and he was like he's like and we don't know you you getting up there you telling jokes Tell us about your life. We want to be able to know you, and that makes your name mean something. And he did just that. And that's and that's what you see different between Kevin and Cat. I mean, Cat yeah. told us a little about his, his life. Kids, like, yeah, but it wasn't like no real because Kevin said talk about his baby and how his big baby head is, and he was sitting there cracking up. Oh, we got monster daddy, <laughs> and that's what made him relatable to the white woman and the white people. Like, every, yeah, kids doing silly stuff. Everybody and, knows some kids. You know, right. kid. I know a kid. Not not looking good as a unit. We've all had those at times. Yeah. Like, yo, my family is like embarrassing me right now. Right, and I, and then he got the movies, you know, the buddy stuff. The but I've been a Kev fan since Soul Plane. I, I, he low key, Kevin low key did some good acting. Scary in that. movie, scary God. movie three. Actually, okay, whatever came out first, scary movie three came out first. I was like, I like this little. It's a rat's outside, mice inside. Yeah, <laughs> so rat goes outside. Inside is he a mouse? The mouse is outside. Is he a rat? It's a fat right there. Like he was a sidekick. Yeah. Anthony Anderson. Yeah, he's the biggest thing out. He's the biggest thing smoking right now. Yeah, I don't think a comedian's ever been successful. As successful, I, I think you have, I think Eddie Murphy. I don't know. Eddie didn't do as much stand up as Kevin. He he has not. Kevin's been more consistent with stand up movies. Well, and uh, content. okay. Kev has more content. Our Kev has done more specials than any, than that's the difference yeah, between because eddie really we for us we only got two specials from eddie but if you go back and listen to some comedy cds he has some uh, hilarious stuff another thing is with kev kevin hart's movies aren't kevin hart movies think about it he's not the star eddie no it's not his movie you know what i'm saying eddie's movies i wrote this i directed this i produced that you know what i'm saying like okay. it was eddie's movie okay you know and I'm the main, main character. Kevin always with somebody else. Yeah. Think about it. He got the white, the weird white man. He got Will Ferrell. He got Ice Cube. He got The Rock. He got yeah. whoever. So that's the difference. So. The wedding ring is the close he had to lead, like soul lead. Yeah. So, but he pumping out movies every year. So, and then with inflation in the times, if if Eddie Murphy came out the same time as Kevin Hart, then who knows? You know? Uh, that's just, I mean, it's just hard to, because the content, like we said, you go listen to those specials, you, you can't do con- you can't do stuff like that now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then I guess you know they're different too because you know Eddie was on uh, Saturday Night Live too. Yeah, Eddie saved Saturday Night Live. Let's make yeah. that clear. Like he wasn't well, just on he, it; he saved it. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing about Eddie. He does characters. Mm-hmm. The white Jewish man from um, uh, Coming to America, and that's another thing. Like we need you in drag, Kev. We we not gonna see how no. Um, you let me finish my joke. I'm with Dave Chappelle. Let, can I finish my joke? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, this was your bit? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was... It was ah, okay. Damn. I was going to be like, I need the prosthetics. I need the fat suit. I, show me how committed you are to the comedy. And then you just came after that. But never mind. Yeah, I saved you. But Eddie, but Eddie has done... He, the white... Ha! But he played everybody in the room in one, in one, except for like two people. Yeah, the fat kids. Like you... <laughs> and it was just... And Jada Pitt. Yeah. It was yeah. hilarious. So, I mean... But as far as, I don't know. That's a good debate. Maybe we can. That can be a um, poll question. A poll question, because that's I don't know. But um, yeah, that concludes that part. And then I mean, just words of wisdom. I don't know. It's things I learned over the years. I've just grown. Oh no, another thing I want to talk about was growth. Okay, yeah. yeah. Just think about where I was five years ago. Ten, well, ten years ago I was a child. But you know, well, mm-hmm. actually, ten years ago I was excited about turning thirteen. And yeah. That's all I could think about. It was high school, turning thirteen. You a thirteen year old? You a teenager now? Ooh, remember that happy birthday, teenager? Ooh, I'm a teenager. Ah! Like that was just such a big step. And this thing, five years ago, I was turning eighteen. I was like, ah! I'm legal. And I was like twenty three. Where's your husband? <laughs> Car note due. <laughs> Rent due. We took that Netflix out of your account. <laughs> like payment has posted Ooh, it's just such a transition and i'm like card declined <laughs> i would usually be excited about getting another year older because it's like a new milestone i can do this now i'm leaving yeah. I go- now it's like hold you 23 bills due. no one cares next like so just i don't know just where i used to be i was um i had lunch with my high school bestie today we were just talking about life and how things change and you know where we come from and it was just crazy to think about who I was and who I am now. I used to be, you know, super sheltered, super innocent, super, you know, prudish, super mm. just, you know, and I'm just not that anymore. And I'm I'm glad I'm not. I haven't changed that much, but just different things and different experiences have created who I am. And, you know, even the hard stuff, even the BS, even the just, I don't know, just life just makes you like, you, you know, you want to go back and undo bad things, but you think about it like who who it made you like if, I, if this hadn't happened i wouldn't be here right if that hadn't happened i wouldn't be here so just take these hardships and lessons like this year has been pretty hard for me compared to last year you know i was smooth sailing last year this year it's been like i'm gonna give you some life this year and i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm hit you with some hardships but i know this is gonna be part of a bigger picture of a story mm-hmm. and you know sometimes you just have to appreciate that um some advice that my fairy godmother l told me like no one wants a boring behind the music <laughs> i went to school i did well i recorded <laughs> i didn't do drugs <laughs> i graduated i went to work and yeah. i got promoted and i got promoted and i got promoted and i got promoted and i'm here no one wants that you know i was like yeah because then she was living in a cardboard box on the side of you know what i'm saying like well, i don't want you there no but, yeah you like know, you just need if that's what you need no one wants a boring you know each hollywood story or being or unsung or whatever documentary it's hard to like, write a book if everything goes right nobody wants you know 
a lame biopic. Like, you give us some action. You know, we need we need Tina. We need you running in the parking lot barefoot with this white pantsuit on and, and almost getting hit by a car. That's what makes the <laughs> biopics good. You need those scenes. You need the... Well, they'll just lie. That they're just like Jada. Well, take him on the, on the lake and then have him read the letter to her. You know, just understand your story. Like, not even just for me, but just know that these hardships are just part of a bigger picture. You know, you just got to take it like all right chapter seven it's chapter seven right now chapter seven ain't gonna be the best but we're gonna get through it and we're gonna get to chapter eight yeah. you know so i think that's it um just reflecting on 23 and realizing i'm not a baby anymore i'm always the baby i'm always the young one and before even with each birthday i was like yeah i'm, I'm be another year younger but i'm still I mean, another year older but i'm still the but youngest. i'm still young but now it's like 23 it's getting there buddy you're almost 25 which means you're almost 30 which means it's funny how that works it just goes so fast. It's like, oh, my God, I'm almost, like, there's literally a meme out there. It's like, I'm almost 25, which means I'm almost 30, which means what am I doing with my life? Yeah, and then you see Assad out here. It's like, Executive dang. producing and smiling from all, holding up, being around all these strangers, loud music and pyrotechnics. <laughs> I can be doing so much more. Be like Assad. I mean, Chance is one year older than me and out here doing I'm not saying that I'm competing or don't. And don't get caught up in that social media BS either because it's all a lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could be, oh, my God, I want Melanie's life. No, you don't. You don't want anybody's life with your own because you, no. you never know what crosses people have to bear. So, you know, just worry about yourself. Do you. Do you, boo-boo. And be great. Um, bond- that was my bonded wisdom, too. Bonded wisdom. Well, Mel, it's been a pleasure. Wish me happy birthday, too. So I remember. It's been a pleasure getting to know you over the last 48. Now, nah, it's actually, but we've it's been, it's been, we have over extras. a year. We had some, you know. Yeah, it's been over a year. Um, yeah, growth is real, man. And were you about to be nice to me? I was being, I, I didn't stop. I'm just saying, I thought we were going to say something really nice. I was going to be like. Oh, I mean, yeah, you've grown a lot and it's, it's you know, it's. It, you know, we, we, we have our disagreements, but I, we're more alike than. That's probably why we have the disagreements that we have. Right, because it's like, ooh, nigga, I know me. I know me, and I'm right. Like, I've never met anyone into sta- who, like, was into stand-up as much as I am. And so I respect you. And and actually, we're going to talk off air because reading this book, I'm like, oh, bet I, I could manage Mel's stand-up career. Like, we got <laughs> You can be my manager? <laughs> right, right. Like, look, this is what you're going to do. Like, I, need to get my, I need to get my act together for real. I, don't, I need to know what I'm going to talk about because – most female comics get up and talk about penis. Yeah. I'm trying to go. Or the lack thereof in Leslie Jones' case. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Well, I don't know. So I need to, to frame my show. So yeah. we're going to work on it. That's my 2018 project because I need to start my life right now. Yeah. Wait, okay, I guess that's the last thing. What are, what's the goals for 23? 23. Get my career on track where I want it to be or... Not necessarily where I want it to be, where it needs to be, or where it's like well, I just decide God to yeah. Some quick, not God. I ain't trying to rush you, but Jesus, come on. Um, but let me know. I'm in a limbo. I don't know where to where. I'm in a fork in the road. Yeah. Do I want to do what I really, really, really love? Do it or do what I like, and be paid. That's always a hard one. And 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 some advice someone gave me once was like, if you do what you love, somebody's gonna find you and pay you well to do it. Mm. That's some real stuff for real. Because I'm like, I don't hate it. No, you don't. I can definitely eat off of it. I love the other, like, you know, entertainment, whatever. But do I want to get paid in peanuts? <laughs> like, you just got to. Right. Do you want to do that 
that grind. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Just everyone hope that God gives me some something soon, Listen. and I can get this. Ask for signs and wonders. Yeah, I'm just trying to get this life thing in order. So that's all, y'all. Hope this was informative. It was longer than I thought it was gonna be, but all right. So <laughs> peace and chicken grease. Love y'all. Hey guys, so for our next episode, we're going to have a Christian pastor on the show answering user-submitted questions. So there's going to be a few ways you all can submit questions to us. One, you can comment, DM, tweet us at TP on both Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at onmygrownthepodcast at gmail.com. Or you go to our website and fill out the email form at the bottom at onmygrown.com. Or we'll, Melanie and I will make sure we tweet out a link if you want to remain anonymous in asking your questions. So all questions are due Wednesday by 11 a.m. Looking forward to your questions, guys. Thanks.